Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your co-host b jones better known as bolo but you already knew that of course i'm kicking it here with my dog what's going on y'all it's your boy d nail aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get bold, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top of what's raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros, what's going on baby, I, say, hey, I ain't seen you in a minute, your hair done growing out, you got the line up looking like Steve Harvey back in the day, oh, what's going on? Don't do it. Don't Steve do was it. clean. Steve was clean with the hair. Don't hit me with the box, bro, bro. I ain't got the box, bro, bro. I just got, you know what I mean, a little taper on the sides, bro. You know, you know, I can't have my can't have my hair get that tall. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like the the uh, microphone, bro, you know, but 
You know, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm getting older, bro. So, you know, I'm trying to different things, trying to figure out, you know, what may work for me, what may make me look younger. You know, I'm knocking on 30. So I'm trying to, you know, make something happen, bro. You, you real close to 30. My, my guy, like, my guy birthday in a couple hours damn near, ain't it? Hours, bro. Couple About hours, to be the big 2-9. 2-9, you see it here. Yes, hey, sir. Remember, <laughs> in college, you know what I mean? It's going to be a good year, man. God is good, man. I'm just happy to just, you know, make that, you know, make that lap across the, the sun, you know, one more time and, you know, excited to do it again this year, bro. Yes, sir, man. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good, yeah. man. That 2-9, yeah. bro, that's a sign. I never thought about that, bro. Like, this might be like 11 Hey, 11 Hey, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, my God. Hey, all, all the connections, bro, the spiritual connections. This, this going to be your year, bro, though. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be your year, though. Hey. Hey, man, shout out to Live for the Day. We both got our merch on. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I was feeling great this morning when I woke up. You know, even though I'm going to be 29, I'm still living for today. You know what I'm saying? Even though my birthday's tomorrow, I'm living for today, man. Shout out to the CEOs, COOs, man. My boy F.A., my boy D. Smitty. You know what I mean? Pop y'all some merch. Get y'all some merch, man. Get y'all some merch, ladies and men. Shout out to my guy, Bolo, man. But yeah, we got a jam-packed show for y'all today, man. Definitely excited to kind of touch on everything. Uh, first off, got to, you know, kind of give our closing thoughts on the, the, the trial. I know last episode is kind of, you know, focused to the, the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, and obviously, there's been a lot changed since then. Uh, he was charged, you know, it's crazy, bro. Like, it, it, something that was so obvious, we all saw the video, you know what I mean? Over nine minutes in total time, I believe, of him kneeling down on George Floyd's neck. It was so obvious, right, yeah. that, that he should have been charged. Mm -hmm. But even still, I was so nervous, bro, like leading so up. nervous, bro. And what, it wasn't going to get charged. Gosh, man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because, like you said, bro, like all the facts were there, all the details were there. You know, everybody who got up and testified, you know, spoke the truth and, mm -hmm. and said what they had to say, you know, from medical examiners to people who was on the scene. It was there, you know what I mean? But, you know, with the world, you know, with the way, with the way it is now and, you know, sometimes our justice system, sometimes things don't fall, you know, um, the right way. But, yeah. you know, I am very, very happy to see, um, you know, justice fall the right way this time and specifically this time. Um, you know, the jury, the jury did what they needed to do, you know, um, you know, may George Floyd, you know, rest in peace and, and may his yes. family continue to find peace, uh, throughout this process. One thing I did like a lot too, was the judge denied his, his bond, like his bail, like he has to sit in jail until he gets his sentence. So it's like, you yeah. know, he's locked up, you know what I mean? Which he deserves. So, you know, it's definitely something to, you know, it's not. It's not like we won, but it's a start. You know, it's a start. And like you said, like we say, like we just got to stack bricks, you know, day yeah. by day, you know what I mean? Case by case, we just got to continue to press forward, move forward and, and hold people accountable for the things that they do wrong. Yes, sir, man. I amen to that. And like you see, you hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, there, there's really not, not a winner in this because at the end of the day, there was a, a life loss in George Floyd. Um, but, you know, it, 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 but it is somewhat of a good feeling to know that there was justice served. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, if you do something wrong, white, black, green, orange, purple, whatever, you got your, there's consequences. And let's make, let's make it fair across the, across the board. So now I know we're, me and you're feeling the same. Definitely, you know, not all the way there yet, but it's a step in the right direction. So 100%. definitely, you know, glad to see that, man. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, I did want to transition to sports, man. You know, we got NFL draft going on. It's going on right now. I think it's uh, round three right now. They're picking. But uh, I want to talk, first of all, specifically about round one. There was a lot of good moves going on, specifically for your Chicago Bears, man. How you feeling about, about the draft, man, round one? Just overall, just, just give me your thoughts. How you feeling right now? You know what? I was on edge. I was on edge after after round one, pick one, because I didn't know what was going to happen after that. Everybody knew Trevor Lawrence was going to go first. Um, yep. You know, it was going to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We knew that. Yep. But after that, it was kind of like an open, open game. Like, I, I didn't I didn't. I watched Trey Lance play, you know, I knew a little bit about him, um, but I didn't know he was going to go second. Uh, well, third. Third, uh, yeah. Zach third. Wilson went, yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach went Wilson, third. I'm sorry. Zach Wilson yeah, went yeah. third. Um, I'm sorry. Trey Lance went third. Zach Wilson yeah. went second. Mm-hmm. I knew Zach Wilson was going to be in the picture um, just a little bit. I know the Jets had already been talking about him and stuff, and right, right. Um, there were rumors circulating about him already going to the Jets. So I did have, you know, the first two picks, I'm sorry, kind of, kind of thought out already right but you know three on three on in I was just like damn like what's gonna happen like are they gonna pick three quarterbacks in a row you know and um it was it was it was actually exciting man I'm excited for football um you know a lot of uh, a lot of talent is coming to the NFL uh the only thing that I hate about it is it's just like it ain't room for everybody. So it's like, you know, when new people are coming in, you know, some of the old people are coming out and uh, I know we'll hit on, hit on this a little bit later, but um, you know, one of the biggest things that stuck out to me, obviously the bears, you know, obviously I'm gonna take some time to talk about that. But the other, (laughs) the other thing that stuck out to me was Mac Jones. um, Who? uh, Is it Mac Jones, right? Yeah, who Mac Jones? Look at you, man. <laughs> I'm like, look, you, look, you know, I'm known for butchering, butchering <laughs> names, bro. So when I seen your face right there, I'm like, damn, I didn't said the dude's name wrong. But nah, you got it uh, right, <laughs> bro. So Mac Jones, you know, decent quarterback, you know, comes from Alabama. He was just, uh, they actually traded up for him um, to the Patriots, and obviously, you, everybody knows if you know football, you know Cam Newton is, is currently there now. Uh, is supposedly supposed to be the number one and even Mac Jones alluded to it and it was like hey it's Cam Newton's show but we all know how how it works though um and Cam Newton has to do everything right um in mm-hmm. order to keep that keep that position obviously he's only signed to a one-year deal um now too uh which even makes it a little bit more harder for him as far as the wiggle room of uh mistakes that he can make so has he's one prove, of my favorite players prove it. it's like a prove it deal basically he has to has out to. there and ball out and he just stays with the patriots long term or gets a bigger deal with another team if he plays bad nobody's gonna want him bro i don't think nobody will want him unfortunately and that's kind of where i'm at it's like you know new people come in and, and old people you know kind of figure it out or um you know step away from the game or you know just kind of phase out so um definitely definitely excited to see what cam can do i know his back is against the wall a lot of pressure but um the guy can get it done so i know he will but my fucking bears man (laughs) talk about it the general manager um i think his name is ryan pace Mm -hmm. um um just like matt Nagy. yeah yeah yeah, Um, man yep yep Nagy. um Congratulations. I mean, this is this is one of the biggest, biggest moves I think Chicago in general has made from the Blackhawks to the Bulls to the Cubs, the Sox, even to Chicago, bro, the Chicago Bears, bro, because a lot of times, bro, a lot of those head moves, bro, with the Bulls and the Bears, 
bro, we we dropped the ball so many times, bro. And here here's a situation where we maximize the opportunity. I think the last quarterback that they drafted that was black was in 1977, um, mm-hmm. way before my time, bro. But the last quarterback that I can remember that was black that played was Cordell Stewart. Yeah, he played yep. a little bit for the yeah. Bears, bro. Well, so it was a while ago. So to see a guy get drafted in the first round, you know a dog, you know, and what he do playing at Ohio State, you know, um, pound for pound will be a great addition to the Bears organization. You know, offensively, they need it. Defensively, even um, I want to say, was it 2019? They were like top three in all categories defensively, but we couldn't get over the hump on the offensive side, bro. So, you know, adding him, you know, to the to the mix, I think I think the Bears will will have what it takes. Obviously, we have Andy Dalton here and it'll it'll probably be a quarterback competition, I would assume. Um, coming into to training camp, you know, because you can't you can't knock somebody like Andy Dalton, who's done a lot for Cincinnati specifically, wasn't as successful um, with the Cowboys, but he's still a, a, a decent quarterback. And I think, um, you know, uh, Fields will learn a lot from him. But shit, I give it two or three games, bro. And, and <laughs> it's a right quarterback, bro. Get him out of here. Nah, man, that was definitely a huge move. And I'm a big Justin Fields fan. And I hate it just kind of hearing a lot of this. I don't know, people in the media talking uh, uh, down about Justin Fields. I'm like, well, I, I know he ain't perfect, but ain't none of these prospects perfect. So well, why are y'all focusing on, on the negative when there's so much positive to pull from? So I think Justin Fields, he, he, he's a franchise changer for the Bears. And like you said, bro, y'all already got a lot of the pieces in place. Defense already, you know, relatively solid. You got young young linebacker. What's the name? Uh, is it is there, uh, Roquan Smith? Smith? Dog got my last name. So you know he a dog. Young guy, man. You know, you got you still got Allen Robinson on the offensive side. Like, you have a lot of good pieces. Now you got that quarterback, man. Justin Fields can be who we think he can be, and they put him in the right system. Watch out. So now I definitely feel you there. But yeah, I mean, my overall thoughts, man. Some of them were similar, similar to you. Like, I knew the first two picks, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, but from there on, I had no idea what was gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. all month long, the rumors has been out that the 49ers were gonna go with Mac Jones. And it was like yeah. I'm talking to my boys. I'm like, damn, like, why? Mac Jones good, but like, is he better than, you know, Justin Fields? Is he more talented than Trey Lance? I'm like, I don't know. And then Kyle Shanahan, the 49er, just out of nowhere, Trey Lance, you know, and then, you know, words, rumors are coming out or interviews came out later that Kyle Shanahan said from the beginning, this has always been their guy. It just, it just ain't said nothing. So I'm like, man, and uh, it, it, it's just exciting, like you said, man, watching this drive. That, that, that first round, you really never know. So it's know. exciting it was, to just see. It was exciting. It you was know what exciting. I mean? All the picks, see the reactions from the, the families, man. And we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. But it's just awesome to see the different emotions. Uh, y'all know I'm from the Nat. You know I'm a big coach fan. And we got Quiddy Pay, defensive lineman from Michigan. I'm actually excited about it. You know, when I think about the, the needs for the coats, we're pretty solid in a lot of, lot of positions. We got Carson Winston quarterback. We have a strong offensive line. We have he strong, solid too. Honestly. Been solid, you know, uh, with our linebackers specifically. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got the maniac in the middle doing his thing. Wide receivers are pretty cool. We got Michael Pittman Jr. He's about to be a second year guy. We re-signed T.Y. Hilton. But the only area where I feel like it was kind of weak was the D-line. We got D-Force Buckner, who's a dog. But outside of him, it ain't really nobody else. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. getting quitty pay. He's a little raw, but he's a guy who has a high motor. He's, he's going to work hard. He's going to run to the ball. He's going to be physical. He's a guy, man, you, you, you put him you put him with uh, 
DeForest Buckner, you put him with, I know my guy, you know, Robert Mathis is still out there working with a lot of guys in Indy. So mm-hmm. he get with him, get lock in a couple like go-to moves. And I think he can be uh, a really good asset to that defensive line, man. Cause really, if you keep it real outside of quarterback, um, left tackle, probably number two, outside of those two positions, having a strong pass rusher is one of the top positions in the league nowadays. I mean, when, when all these, you see the Super Bowl, man, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life all game. And you see the type of impact a defensive lineman can have. So I'm definitely excited and glad that, that we went and got a, you know, got a Michigan Wolverine who was a dog at, at D-line, man. Definitely excited about that. So Yeah, that was cool. I was, um, I didn't know too much about him, but, you know, obviously when you see people get drafted that you hear about, you, you kind of look them up and stuff and mm-hmm. seen a few highlights and stuff and know that, know that he was, uh, he had moved to America uh, when he was younger and stuff yeah. like that and, and kind of fought some adversity. Was it in Kenya? Uh, I think it was. I, I think so. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't want to give out false information, but he did. Um, I think his parents or his mom. It was like least, six months. Uh, yeah. I think they were staying in like a, a refugee camp or something like that. And yeah, then we were six yeah. months. They, had to, they, got, they got to America. Just to see the adversity, just to yep. see, you know, kind of where how far he came and found the football and, you know, get to this point. Like you said, bro, like seeing the reactions of people's uh, family, you know, to know how hard they worked and how much, you know, they went through to, to get to that point. You know, it's just kind of one of those, like you can just finally like decompress and, you know, get over that hump. Like, you know, we made it, obviously we got a long way to go, but we here though, we, we made it to, to the right. stage and it's about now performing, you know, on that big stage. So, you know, congratulations to, you know, all of those parents, you know, job well done, you know, um, aunt, uncle, grandma, whoever had a hand in raising those kids, you know, um, shout out to you guys. And obviously the players, man, it's, it's I always like, I get it, I, man, look, I even get emotional when I be looking at those, too, those stories and looking at those kids, man, as they kind of like take it all in, it's, it's a big moment for them, bro. And I can't call me crazy, but I can't wait till my kids get to that level, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like me, me and you was like, yeah, we didn't go to the league, but we played like we we put in all the type of work, the same work yeah. that these guys put in. We know what it takes. So it's we like know it. yeah. when you know that type of work and the pain and the adversity, the injuries, the long nights, the early mornings, and to see like that dream come true, especially when it's a kid who who don't come from much, that add even a little bit more off to it. Bro. And Absolutely. then you see the emotions come out, these guys are tearing up. It's like, man, like it's bigger than just football. It's not just what y'all think. This is a lifelong dream of people telling you you couldn't make it. Teachers saying it's, it's a 1% chance and all da 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 And then for you to make it, it's like, man, that just, I can't imagine that feeling, man. So I, I'm the same way, bro. Just getting all types of, of emotions, bro. And yeah, it's cool, man. Another real thing that I thought was cool about the about the draft too, real quick, is um seeing the teammates get back together. So it was a couple of instances yeah. where like, I think Jamar Chase got dropped by the Bengals. He's back Joe with Joe Burrow. Yep, Jamar Chase. Uh, Jalen Waddle got back with Tua in the Dolphins. Yeah. And then Devontae Smith got back with Jalen Hurts. Every teammate said Bama before Jalen Hurts left with the Eagles. So it was just, I thought that was just real dope, be able to see those different uh, connections. I think even, um, what's the, my the, guy name? Clemson, Clemson. Antien, Antien. can never say his last name. Yeah, Travis, Travis Antien, and then Trevor Lawrence. Dope, you know what I'm saying? You know what like, I mean? So it's gonna be like boom, like that young power coming, you know, that that um 
camaraderie, you know what I mean? That, you know, kind of that relationship is kind of already intact. So I'm, 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 I'm curious to see how it's going to play out in the NFL. Cause obviously they was dogs on the college field. You so know what I'm saying? hopefully they'll transition, you know, when they playing with some dogs, dogs, everybody a dog at the next level. So yeah. We'll see. But like you said, Joe, I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase played like 26 games together in college and had crazy numbers. So it's like numbers. Imagine how easy it is, not easy, but just how much comfortable it is when you walk in, you know your quarterback like this. Like you know, you know how that ball's gonna come in, you know, get delivered, mm-hmm. that spin, you know, the timing. It's just a, timing, a yep. it's an advantage, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to see all these pairs, but for sure. Bro, so to kind of stick along with the draft a little bit, um, obviously we're not scouts, but we know a little bit more about the game than, than most to, you know, give our opinion on, you know, um, the the athletes and, and the skill set of, of different athletes. Obviously, everybody thought, you know, I'm happy with the outcome um, of Justin Fields going to the Bears, but a lot of people thought Justin Fields, as far as his skill set, what he brought to the table, he should have went a little, a little sooner, um, you know, on the draft list, specifically over – you know, potentially a, a, a Zach Wilson, um, but that could be debatable on what the Jets may need out of a quarterback. Right. Um, and then uh, I really want to talk about, you know, Trey Lance. Obviously, you know, before we talk about Trey Lance, big shout out to him. You know, that just shows you anywhere you come from, you do have that platform to get to the league. You just got to find you and make yep. it work. They'll find you. They'll find you. If you grind and you're doing what you need to do, they'll find you. FCS level, you know what I mean? You know, first round, third pick, you know what I mean? He's getting drafted. He's the, he's a one percenter. You know what I'm saying? Even though he did, he wasn't a power five guy. He's a one percenter cause he's drafted in the first round, you know, um, we're playing at a, a FCS level school. So shout out to him. But uh, I did want to talk about, you know, obviously there wasn't a combine this year. Uh, and a lot of people put a lot of stock into the actual pro days where scouts actually go to the school and watch people p- perform. And I think, I don't want to uh, be wrong, but I think this was the year that um, the most uh, athletes uh, ran like four threes. Like it was a, a big year where you had a lot of four threes, four twos. Um, so a lot of, a lot of talent. Um, and obviously, you know, at the quarterback level where you're under center and you're just kind of routes on air where you're just, you know, five step drop roll out and things like that. That's big. Colleges are, I mean, um, scouts are really looking at that out of college quarterbacks and how they can move and, you know, take on different things, you know, without a defense, but just routes on air. And I think there's a lot of stock in that almost to the point where they look at the actual pro day more than they do film. Um, And I say that because um, you can even look back to Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky had one solid year, um, I believe, at North Carolina before the Bears drafted him in the first round. Similar to Trey Lance, you know, he had one solid year specifically, not to say the years before that wasn't good, but a very solid year as far as production and numbers, um, you know, at his at his college. And, you know, he shot he shined at, at pro day and that kind of pretty much put him in that driver's seat. So I guess what do you what do you think about that? Do you think, you know, when when it's time for the draft to come and coaches and, you know, different organizations are evaluating players? Is it more of the film that they're evaluating or does the actual um, pro day take up um, present, uh, I guess, take, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Take over. Take over, yeah, yeah. Like precedence over it, right, yeah, right, precedence. Right. Uh, man, you would think that the film would would, <laughs> would make more sense, right? Film don't lie, it's a cliche saying, if you're an athlete, you know what that means. So to me, film would be the most important, but you're right, bro, there's a lot of evidence of, of uh, in cases of guys performing great at their, 
uh, pro days or the combines and they jump up so high in the draft. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking that I, I think they look at both, but I think pro day might have a little bit more weight you know, on the scale because guys in the league, like these, these uh, uh, scouts are thinking about potential. You know what I'm saying? They're thinking about, okay, how great can this player be? Maybe, Upside, yep. And you know what I mean? Maybe they just didn't have the best coaching or the best environment around them to fully come out. But like this guy, six five and two forty, has a big arm. If we get our hands on him, he can be X, Y, and Z. You know what mm. I mean? It, it, it's a little, probably a, a little, a little cockiness as a as a coaching staff or confidence, however way you want to look at it. And seeing like, man, I, I get my hands on this kid, I can I can turn this into. A, a, a all pro player. So I do think, man, that the, the combines and pro days hold so much weight and I, I don't fully agree with it. I think it should hold some weight, but at the end of the day, man, in my opinion, film don't lie. Yeah. I wasn't a great camp guy. Like in college, when I went to one day camps and stuff, when we didn't have pads on, I was okay, but my numbers wasn't amazing. But if I put them pads on, man, you're going to feel me on that field. <laughs> I'm dangerous. You know what I'm saying? I'm physical. That's what I do. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. It just, it, it, it's something that's real interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. Like a lot of, I think a lot of people don't test well. And when you compare it, when you're trying to do a compare and contrast, you know, you can have a player that's a decent player on film, but shine at pro day and kind of, you know, grow and, and um, you know, climb the climb the charts as far as the draft goes. But then you can have a great player that's on film, have a shitty pro day and you can see his stock drop. You know what All I'm right. saying? So like there's there's definitely a big difference. Um, and it's I mean, I guess I guess that's that's what it is now. Um, I mean, that's how it's been, I'm assuming. But it's like, you know, you see quarterbacks roll out and throw across their bodies with nobody rushing them or anything like that. And they're like, <laughs> Oh my God, this guy's going first round. We gotta have him. You know, I'm not taking away from the skill set, but right. it just kind of shows me the the power of a pro day and where that can put you if you shine during the pro day. Right. I, I could do a lot of stuff and make it look good with with no resistance. You know what I'm saying? As a D lineman, I can I can go sack that that pop up bag when all no offensive no. lineman in front of me. It's gonna look good yeah. too the way I hit that bag, boy. You know, I mean, perfect form. I bring that arm over the top. It's gonna look amazing. But put that, that big great. office alignment in front of me, I don't know if I'm gonna be the same result. So nah, I feel you, bro. Like don't change the game, bro. Don't watch the, the game. tape. Watch the tape, man. For sure. So, but I, I, nah, not, kind of staying you know, on the topic of, of the draft. You know, I mean, you, me and you were talking about this a little bit before the show. Um, see, seeing all the different reactions of the family members being excited, which is a great thing, obviously, seeing their kids, their cousins, their nephews, etc., you know, chase their dream and actually get, you know, get drafted. It's amazing, right? But on the other token, I also, you know, it makes me think like, man, like, like what do you think about the, the pressure or, or, or is there even added pressure on these athletes who are being drafted and, and, and especially the ones who don't come from much, right? And now they're about to be the kind of the chosen, the token family member who's finally making it out the hood or making it out of the struggle. And you got all these family members, cousins in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always told you was gonna make all. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. I feel like naturally you want to help your family out for sure because they've been there. But this, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on just the overall, just the pressure that that a kid may have when they first get drafted? Uh, man, bro, it's um, it's it's 
it's a I think it's stressful, bro. I think it's stressful because it's like, you know, at any point in time in that person's in that kid's career where somebody felt like they helped them at any point in time, you know, they could potentially, that person could potentially be reaching out to them with their hand out. Like, Hey, remember, you know, I trained you, you know, when you were a junior in high school and, and worked on, you know, your plant or your tea plant, or you coming out your breaks or, you know, your, your chop spin or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. It could be a, a small thing or remember I gave you a ride to practice and I can just imagine just the, the people that are just kind of uprooting and coming out of nowhere, kind of with their hands out because they felt like they had, uh, a hand in their success um so it could be very hard on that athlete because at, at some point in time they probably do think that that person maybe had a hand in, in their success um and then obviously family is first you know you want to make sure you take care of your family and then you've got you know cousins and aunts and uncles and you know that you feel uh some people honestly do feel obligated to you know feed the family you know um and some people don't understand you know, you got to take care of yourself first before you can start to give yourself to others. So a lot mm -hmm. of the times when you see these athletes going bankrupt and stuff, obviously they do be, you know, splurging and, you know, buying jewelry and stuff like that. But a lot of times too, um, I forgot what player it was, was a running back. Um, they take care of their family, man. They, they buy houses and stuff or for them to, to lay up in and things like that. So it, a lot of pressure comes behind it. But what a lot of people don't know is, you're not seeing no money like that. Like people think you really seeing bread like that when you get drafted on the money. On it. <laughs> bro, like people think it's it's there. Like the money isn't there yet. Like, you know what I mean? You you have a a, a rookie contract, you know, that you that you you're into and and forget everything else. You gotta make the team and get on get on the field. First you know of what all. I'm saying? Obviously, going first, I want to say one through five. Ideally, I don't, I don't know the specific numbers, but one through five, you do get like a bonus. You know, you get that guaranteed money, you know, maybe a couple million dollars here and there. But once you get towards the back end of first round on down, you're not really seeing a lot of bread as far as like sign on bonus that, that you can really use to feed the family. Like you, you'll probably have to take care, you know, obviously your agent, you know, a place to stay and things like that. And by the time you get there and time to take care of some of the necessity side of things. Uncle Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam, exactly. And that's a big piece right there. That's not that's not forget that 35 to 40 percent, you know right. what I'm saying? That Uncle Sam may be taken out of your out of your pocket. Um, it, it's just like, you know, you sometimes we bite bite off more than we could chew because we we uh get caught up in like that lifestyle and what what things are supposed to look like. And and like I think we talked about it on one uh, on another podcast. So we so busy paying backwards instead of paying forward. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We, so. try, we try to help everybody else out, and and now and now we hurting ourselves, and, and now we the next person, the next kid, or whoever has to start from ground zero. It's like everybody can't eat off my plate. It just is what it is. You know, if you got one plate, you got a piece of chicken, you got some vegetables, you got a carb. Like maybe two people can eat eat that, maybe. But after that, it's like to actually be full, like to be you know like what I'm saying? to get a, a full benefit from that meal. It have to be two, only two people. Because if I'm the athlete, like you said, we'll stick stick with that analogy. If I'm the athlete with just a carb and a protein and, and a vegetable, right. I want to make sure I'm taking in as much as possible to fuel me so I can be successful. You know what I mean? These these guys get sucked dry quick, bro. Like you know what I mean? If you're not 
you know, I just be real. If you're not like a Trevor Lawrence where, you know, we know he's going to start raking in, you know, endorsement deals. Right, right. Like that, like that's where the money really comes from. Like the Nikes, the Gatorades, kind of those, those type of companies that are coming to people um, asking them to be, you know, the face of, you know, whatever product that they have on the market. That's where a lot of money come from. And once you get to that point and, and you have a great foundation for yourself and you can support yourself effectively and your family, like your kids and your wife, then you can start to dish out and help people out. And then not even just help people out, but put them in a position so that they can eat. You know Bingo. what I mean? Don't just give them the fish, but teach them how to fish. Like open up businesses so they can run them in. You know what I mean? Just generate income. Just making sure, you know, money is just steady coming in, you know, because as much as you give out, it ain't really coming in like that for real. Yeah, man. Side, you know, it's, it's sad, sad as it is, you know, you think about basketball and baseball, you know, football, you know, it's one of the most physical sports, but um, as far as the pay side of things, it is, uh, doesn't pay the greatest when it comes to, you know, the other two sports. Right. And then a lot of the money's not guaranteed. And so it's like, you know, someone gets injured or something and you didn't take care of your auntie, your cousin, your mommy, your brother. Now you hurt. Now your career's over. Now it's like, it's like you didn't even play in the league because you ain't got nothing to yourself because you didn't try to help everybody else. So it's like, man, listen, we, when you get to a position where you're taken care of, you have a strong foundation, like you're good. If you want to take care of moms, of course. You want to take care of pops, got you. Maybe maybe a sibling or who you who you trust and you know who's going to be responsible with that. All right. Anything outside of that is just you just looking out. But like in terms of responsibility, I don't think you're responsible for taking care of cuz and, and, and auntie. And I love y'all to death. I will be there for y'all in certain instances, but it's not my responsibility to buy the entire family a crib. Everybody like, get a auntie, car. Come auntie, on, man. Cause like you still gonna have to, you gonna still have to work your nine to five. I'm sorry. You know, like, what I'm saying? it is what it I is. Can't, I can't, I can't, I can't put you on like that. You know what I mean? At least not right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but, too, but look, like, bro, it's like you're not even being mean. It's just like, like, like I, I can't take care of every single body. Like mm. just because this one, I don't care. Even if I am a big name, even if I am like, like Tom Brady, like. I can't take care of every single family member. You know how much yeah, responsibility bro. and pressure? Like, you a grown-ass man, a grown-ass woman, too. Get to it. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Me, me, bro, I wouldn't even feel comfortable just accepting a whole bunch of shit from somebody. Like, I, I appreciate my blessings. If somebody want to look out, I will take it to an, to an extent. But I'm a grown-ass man. I got to go I gotta go feed my family, too. I can't just have another grown man or whatever just giving me everything. I'm just sitting here, you know, begging playing the victim i can't do that that's just how i am you know so yeah i'm with it bro it's like man like you said bro seeing the seeing the, the pictures and the videos and stuff like that of just kind of the family just celebrating them and stuff like that i'm thinking to myself like like i hope you know these kids don't feel pressure to take care of everybody in that room you know what i mean or on the other end, I hope these, you know, people who are in this room aren't expecting, you know, this person to, you know, give them handouts and, and, and certain stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's like, it's more than football. It's so much stuff that come along with more. that ride. You know, obviously it's, it's a very, um, you know, successful moment and a proud moment, but it comes with a lot of stress. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they say, more money, more problems. Man. You know, the more money that you get, the more problems you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna face. So, but I will say this though. Problems. I'd rather have them, them rich problems than them broke problems. Oh, facts. Any day, of the, any day of the year, any day of the year, I'll take a rich person problem. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's hope Let's hope that they, they take care of their responsibilities, man. And, you know, like you said, have that safety net put in place. 
and you know pay it forward before you pay it backwards though you know yes, what i'm saying sir. yes sir. let's just let's just try to work on that but let's let's get the generational wealth and financial and freedom that. financial freedom let's get all that set up and then we can you know here there you go you know what i mean we can go ahead to to the strip club or you know <laughs> post up in the vip with a couple bottles you know on me in the section we can do all that you know after right right take care of Take care of those priorities first, my brother. You preaching, bro. He's talking about what? He's talking about generational wealth, financial free. You, you speaking? You speaking? Come on now. We might we might get a guest on here and really talk about what financial freedom means and what general generational wealth means. That's something that we as a culture need, need to start. It's very, very important. It's very important. And, and it's funny though. Um, our culture, we're, we're big on um, aesthetics. We're mm -hmm. big on um, kind of the things that we can see with our eyes yeah. kind of the right now thing look very, looking rich <laughs> yeah we, we, we like to look rich you know we want things fast you know what i'm saying we love the um to look good you know obviously everybody does but you know with us in our culture that's just kind of who we are though we love to look good feel good you know what i mean um sometimes it it, it costs us a lot of money to look good and you know to put on a facade and things like that that's that's just stuff that it happens everybody does that as it to some capacity but um, what's more important is the stuff that people can't see, like your bank account and making sure mm. that, that that thing grows. And, you know, you putting yourself in a, in a good position to um, take care of your family and take care of your kids, kids, because that's how the generational wealth is created. You know what I mean? By having that foundation that my son going to eat, my son's son going to eat. And if they look and if they going and, and doing everything that they need to do, then they kids, kids going to eat and the Jones family is gonna be, like you said, like a snowball effect. We all gonna be good just because this head honcho right here mm -hmm. started, started it out. You know what I mean? I created the, the the platform, the blueprint, and we followed it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, we definitely want to get get a guest on here at some point soon to really dive deep into that, bro. So absolutely, bro. I feel you. I think this is a perfect time to kind of dive into it, man. I want to. I put you on the spot again, but do you? Is, is there a, is there a come on Joe that we got right here before we close out? I feel like you talking about some deep stuff right now. I'll put yeah, you on the man. spot. You, you about to be 29. You about to be 29 in a couple hours. I'm about to be 29. I need that bro, wisdom. Bro, I just, you know, um, as I get older, bro, I just, I become more patient. Um, you know what I mean? I, I become more, um, just kind of more helpful. You know what I'm saying? And uh, helpful to myself, um, you know, as well but just everybody around and just understanding that, you know, life is short, you know, um, there are a lot of shortcomings with this life that we have um, and just making the most of the opportunities and just being blessed uh, about being in the position that we in. Um, too many times we, we do focus on the negative things in our lives instead of just focusing on the good things that we have going on. Mm. Um, you know, so sometimes, you know, when we negatively, negatively, um, think about, you know, things that aren't working in our lives that stops us in our tracks, you know, that stops us from moving because, you know, our brain is focused on something in the past, you know what I'm saying? Whether we like it or not, what was in the past was in the past and it created us, um, you know, it created a, a future for us to, to continue to move forward, you know what I mean? If you made it from, you know, that position, you know, it, it there's no there's no point in, in looking back at, at that negativity, but continuing to focus on what you do have you know, in order to continue to attract and get the things that you continue to want out of life. So 
that's kind of that's kind of my come on joe man just i love it I'm, i got a lot of wisdom bro you know that's starting to just kind of flow in, in my mind you know as i continue to get older bro the, the biggest thing for me is just patience bro you know having a kid now having another kid on the way um just you know sitting back understanding learning and just seeking knowledge wisdom and understanding from you know our our, our father you know what i mean jesus christ you know what i'm saying he he is you know making a way you know, and I'm gonna continue to chase God, man. Shout out to Nate, cause that's that's, a, that's a big that's a big hashtag, man. Chasing God, everything I'm doing, I'm I'm continuing to follow Him, and you know, His will will be my will, and you know, that success will come. You know what I mean? On His time, Godspeed, gang. Oh, that's a ball right there, man. Drop the mic, man. Appreciate that, Drop man. Another mic. another come on, Joe special. And like I said, man, I don't, I don't know when y'all gonna be listening to this. You know, it could be. After my man's birthday, it could be on his birthday, it could be before. But either way, man, shout out to my guy Bolo Bands, man. About to turn 29 on May 1st. First, uh, of, first of the year. First one, come on now. 29 special number. This is Jersey number. It's a lot wow. of connections here. Happy birthday, man. I, I hope you, I don't know what you got planned. If you're going to get you a nice steak dinner, you're going to go get you some, I don't know what you're going to do, but whatever you do, be safe, be, be thankful. Uh, uh, and be blessed, man. Keep being great, bro. You know what I mean? It's a blessing to know you. I appreciate you. Much love, brother. I appreciate it, man. Shout out to everybody, all our listeners. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate y'all. Um, continue to, you know, rock with us. You know what I mean? We continuing mm -hmm. to, you know, do what we need to do to get y'all what y'all need to hear. This is the porch. You know, we're going to start getting guests, guests on the show as well. Um, you know, mm -hmm. getting women perspective, uh, getting somebody from a financial standpoint perspective, all types of professionals to, you know, not only, um, you know, let y'all know what's going on in the world, but educate y'all too. So that's kind of where we at sure. right now. We want to continue to evolve uh, while we kicking it on the porch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So make sure you haven't already pressed that subscribe button. Follow us on IG. What is it? At underscore the porch podcast? Or is it mm -hmm. at the porch podcast at underscore? Yes, at the porch podcast underscore you got me messing up now Bolo man at the porch podcast underscore on Instagram wow you can subscribe to us on everywhere Spotify Google podcast Google play Apple podcast your daddy podcast your mama no podcast excuses. no excuses man make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend hit that kick it with us on the porch yes sir man it's your boy Big Smitty man AD nice aka whoever I am I got my man right here, birthday boy, Bolo with the red solo. Peace, blessings, and love, y'all. This is the porch. Never stopping. I got money, they act like they lock me. Foreign women, expensive in prices. Doing things I ain't seen, and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me, they like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Yeah. In the booth, for street court making hot shit. Yeah, I drop it. Play my shit in the club, gotta watch it. While the niggas be looking and plotting, they step in the game, then they catch us and rock. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.